Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Small Business Sessions powered by Zero. Today, we're going to talk about alternative sources of finance. And there is literally no one better that I could have as my guest than Anil Stocker, who is the co-founder and CEO of Market Invoice. Anil, welcome. Thank you for having me on the show. So lovely to have you here because I have watched your progress since you started this business. So you started back in 2011, uh, which was quite early stage, actually, for alternative sources of finance. So tell us a little bit about what you were doing and how you came up with the idea for Market Invoice. Absolutely. Yes. When We like to believe that we started before fintech was even a word. Uh, you know, London was a very different place. There was hardly any tech companies. And it was really an era where the big banks still dominated in terms of lending to small businesses. And, and how we got the idea to start the company was I was working in finance and myself and my co-founders, we went and visited about 50 businesses. Our initial idea was maybe to start a venture capital fund. All these businesses were telling us how difficult it was to get funding from the banks, how the products were not suited to their uh, needs. Uh, it was always a struggle. It took a long time. So that's when we started to drill down and actually think, okay, how can we make this easier? How can we put finance back on the side of small business? And fast forward to you then kind of got set up. I love the figure that in 2015, you were lending £15,000 a minute to small businesses, which I just love that figure. I know you're lending even more now, but in those kind of early days, so those kind of first four years, who were the kind of businesses that were coming to you and what kind of funding was it that you were able to give them? Yes, our first finance solution was a single invoice finance product. So companies could come to us and take one invoice and raise finance against it. And it was really small businesses, less than £1 million turnover, typically felt that they were being shut out from the banks and needed an alternative option. You know, fast forward to today, we're about to cross the £2 billion mark being funded through the platform, which is a huge you know, milestone for us. And we're actually got four different solutions from invoice finance to business loans. You know, we're helping much bigger companies that could well have gone with the bank, but are actually choosing to come to us because it's our products are easier to use, it's faster, it's more intuitive, better customer service. So we're actually now displacing bank facilities with a superior product. And let's just talk about the product a little bit, because you've mentioned two billion of funding through the platform. You talk about the platform. So if I'm a business, I guess traditionally I would have thought I would call up my bank, I would go into my bank, I'd have a form filling exercise, I'd have to get their acceptance that I'm eligible for a loan or any kind of financial product. How does this work on Market Invoice? Yes, absolutely. So we have taken everything that was offline and took weeks, if not months, and put it online. So you can come to our website any time of the day on the weekend. We're always open. And you can do an online application form. It's really intuitive in the sense that we only ask for the bare minimum. And after that, behind the scenes, we're pulling through all our data connections, all the information about your business. We can turn around decisions in 24 to 48 hours, a few days if it's like a very large facility, over 500,000. And you always, always can speak to a real person, pick up the phone and speak to one of our team to guide you through the process. So we don't just believe tech is the solution. We think that people and tech together, because a lot of businesses, this is a very important thing, you know, raising money, scaling their company, they want to speak to someone. So that element of the service, which also has really faded when you're dealing with the big banks. They don't really have that service, personal service. That's also as important as the technology that underpins it. No, I like that. It's not kind of technology ruling out people, as you say, it's the combination. Yes. And do you find that small businesses will come to you once and they'll say, right, I've got an order from a big company. I've got my invoice here. I'd like to raise finance against that invoice. And you'll never see them again. 
Or is it indeed that that company then grows with you and they're dipping in and out of your different kind of products? No, absolutely. Um, there's repeat use. So, of course, a company can come and use us once. There's no obligation to use us multiple times if you're taking selective invoice finance. But people tend to test the water, see whether it works. And then on average, actually, they're using us eight times a year. Wow. And they're staying with us for two and a half years or so. And as you grow, we've now got an invoice finance facility for larger businesses that syncs up to your accountancy package. You, this episode sponsored by Zero. So if you're using Zero, you can connect in uh, to our system by pressing a button. It syncs. And then you can download at any given point in time on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, whatever you have uh, outstanding, whatever invoices you're waiting to be paid, you can draw it down. So as the company gets bigger, you can graduate onto these facilities. Uh, and also, if you're a smaller business now, you can take out a loan, uh, see how that works for you, and then upgrade to invoice finance. So now, you know, we really are, are, are being the partner for these businesses over long periods of time. And as you say, just making it so straightforward, because of course, the biggest thing that business owners want is their time back, you know, time poor and you're helping Absolutely. that. And, um, you know, open banking is a big opportunity for small businesses. Small businesses are very busy doing their business at the moment. So they're not necessarily kind of looking up, say, hey, what does open banking mean for me? But there's lots of talk around how open banking will give business owners better access to more relevant financial products for them. So how are you looking at this as an opportunity at Market Invoice? So I say to my team uh, and to, to partners that open banking is the biggest, most seismic change in banking for at least like a generation. You know, this banks have sat on current account uh, data, business account data for, you know, over 50 years uh, and it's been a walled garden. And for the first time, they're having to open this up. Uh, and this has huge repercussions for lots of different industries. You know, for us, it allows us to, for a customer who's applying, can press a button, sync their bank account information for us to give them almost real-time quotes as to like, how much can you get? What's the price going to be? What's your, you know, category, risk category, just by looking at their bank accounts. It also means that it streamlines the onboarding process. Right now, uh, businesses who apply sometimes have to like download some PDFs and upload it. Uh, and we have to do some manual reconciliation. Open banking will cut through all of that. So it will enable switching. It will enable more comparison. It will open up more solutions to businesses. And it really puts a lot more power into the uh entrepreneur's hand who's running a small business. Excellent. So good time for that. So let's change the conversation just a little bit to um, how you've grown this business. So as you say, started in 2011 with two other co-founders. So it kind of started with three of you. You're now a hundred people with not that many years on, actually. You've won awards. To me, you are recognised as default, one of the best financial providers for small business. We recommend you so many times. But over that short period of time, I guess, how have you kind of grown your own skills as a co-founder in terms of starting out, growing a team, kind of putting a, you know, a stake in the sand in this kind of fintech world as it now is. How have you felt that you've kind of grown as the company's grown? It's been a fascinating and, and at times difficult journey. You, as an entrepreneur, uh, you have to adapt um, and you have to be comfortable with constant change. Uh, that's something that I always tell the team is change is the only constant in, in, in uh, what we're doing. So, you know, when we were a small team, everyone did everything. Uh, and I think most entrepreneurs, you know, lo border on control freak slash perfectionist in, in many of the times, because that's why they build a business. They want to build something in, in, their, in their mind and turn it into reality. Uh, but as the company grows, 
you really do have to let go uh, of certain things and you've got to trust people and empower people. Uh, and it really, the emphasis switches to become identifying the right talent. One of my board members, actually, he jokes to me that all entrepreneurship tends towards recruitment. And what he means by that is it becomes not scalable anymore for you to do everything. Uh, you need to f- put more resources into finding the right people and then also motivating them, setting the vision, setting the strategy and becoming someone who unblocks um, any problems that they face in what they're doing. Uh, and this is a big shift. You know, it sounds easy to just say that, but it is a big shift in reality to do that and to spend more of your time focusing on the most important things and, and really prioritizing what is it that can move the needle for the company and car- being disciplined to carve out time for that. And it sounds as if when you talk, um, you reference things that other people have said to you. So it sounds as if from board members, from maybe even your fellow co-founders, you're kind of learning things all the time. Has, you know, we use the word mentors, et cetera, non-execs. Has that kind of helped you that you've turned to other people who've maybe been there and done it and just kind of said, right, can I accelerate based on what you know? Absolutely. So a couple of people really help. I think uh, we recently brought in a chairman of, of our board, uh, uh, Giles Andrews, who, who founded Zopa, um, who was one of the founding fathers of fintech globally, and he's been a great support. Uh, I work with him a lot. Uh, and also, one of the best things is I got introduced to a to a kind of a leadership coach by by a fellow entrepreneur. Uh, so I went and met him, and and he's done a lot of coaching uh, he, in here and in the states, um, and he's been really great support and actually something that I would really recommend uh, when when you get to a certain size and you have obviously uh, some budget is to invest in, um, in in growing yourself and invest in finding a good coach who can really help you give that perspective, give that outside support that you need. Lovely. I like that advice. And what do you feel the future holds? So when you look kind of a couple of years down the line, we had a, a previous guest on the podcast was Gary Turner, who runs Zero, and he made this lovely analogy, I guess, that growing a first growing business is like driving a first car and you've got to make sure you're always looking around the next bend. So when you look ahead for the next couple of years, there are things like open banking. There's a growing small business base in here, but also overseas. So kind of UK at home and abroad. Where do you see the future growth of the company? Uh, We're doing a lot of thinking about that right now. I think banking is a lot more broken than I originally thought when I started this business. We first, uh, you know, we really tried to zero in on one problem, you know, lending to small businesses, uh, invoice finance, business loans, and we've done a brilliant job in improving that and, and building great a great product there. But when I go and visit our customers, you know, they start to they start to tell me that. They love using market invoice, but they still have to use the bank. And this is all the pain points. So, you know, I'm starting to think, how can we become more a holistic financial partner for for these businesses? Um, Or potentially, you know, do we go overseas into certain European countries uh, and offer the same product to those SMEs? Because this problem of working capital finance for small businesses exists all over the world, let alone Europe. So that's the kind of interesting uh, crossroads right now, you know, geographic expansion or adding more products. Uh, And that's an interesting uh, thing to be deciding. And just on that, and it is a great position to be in, you don't see any letdown in the appetite from small British businesses for the kind of funding that you're offering. Not at all. In fact, you know, there's lots of surveys and stats that say businesses don't want to borrow or businesses are fine, but we we come across so many entrepreneurs who have dreams, have visions, who want to export, want to hire more people, want to build more products, uh, and finance should not be letting them down. Amazing. Market Invoice can help them. Annal Stocker, you have built an amazing business and we look forward to watching you again over the next couple of years to see where it goes next. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. 
That was the Small Business Sessions from Enterprise Nation powered by Zero. Go to enterprisenation.com forward slash podcast to find out more. And big thanks to audio and podcast production service Podraffy for producing this show. See you next time.